What could bring a 2016 Bernie delegate to the DNC to turn to Donald Trump in 2020? And pretty strongly at that, we're going to talk to an individual who did exactly that, a 2016 Bernie delegate who made the switch to Trump and is basically part of hashtag walk away. Josh Lown joins me on today's edition of Jimmy at the Crossroads. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger, and we're starting right now. Gonna talk money, gonna talk politics, with all generations. Oh, what a great mix, I said. Gonna talk money, gonna talk politics. Grateful all generations, oh, what a great mix. I got Jimmy and the Crossroads making sense out of nonsense. Come on, Jimmy, what you got? Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of Jimmy at the Crossroads. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger, your host for the program. Once again, bringing you engaging, intelligent talk, Sang style in partnership with the Washington Examiner. And it is such a pleasure and a privilege to be with you today as we are now mere days away from the 2020 election day. Now, of course, voting is already underway in states all across the country. But Election Day is on Tuesday, and there's so much to talk about. There are so many different angles to dive into. And one that I really wanted to do today was to talk about how someone who was a strong Bernie guy in 2016, all the way to becoming a delegate for Bernie to the DNC in 2016, how someone like that could become very strongly pro-Trump in 2020. You're going to love this conversation today here on Jimmy at the Crossroads, so please do like this video and share it. We want to make sure that we get as many eyeballs and ears to view and hear this interview as possible. I am so pleased to be joined now by a man who back in 2016 or so I first connected up with from a musical standpoint. He's a musician. He was a bass player in a band I put together for the nonprofit that I ran at the time, Liberty Day Institute. In 2016, he was a Bernie delegate to the DNC, and now he is indeed strongly pro-Trump. Josh Lown joins me here on Jimmy at the Crossroads. Hey, Josh, what's hey, going Jimmy, on, sir? how you doing? How you doing, doing today? Right. I'm doing all right. Great. Thanks for coming Great. on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, so, what a Go ahead. Yeah. So I just want to say that, and we talked about this topic on my radio show last Saturday night on 710 KNUS here in Denver. You and I both live in the Denver, Colorado area. And I was just so struck when you first, I don't remember, several weeks ago, we got reconnected over something. And you said, I'm a big Trump guy, Trump all the way. And I was like, wait a second, you were a Bernie guy. What the heck happened? Now, just give me sort of 50,000 foot teaser for our audience, because we're going to dive in deeper here in a few minutes into exactly what made the switch. And I'm going to want to start at what you loved about Bernie early on and then how you became disillusioned and felt disenfranchised by the party. But just sort of big picture. Why Trump? Um, why Trump? Um, well, 
let's handle the Bernie thing first. Um, I liked Bernie because he was for the people, um, for Americans, for workers, anti-TPP. If you look at his trade um, issues, he's he's on par with Trump, exactly. And I think his end goal um, is to is kind of what Trump is doing, just a different way of going about it. And um, I think it's a failed route that he's found. And I don't think there's a win for the DNC. He sh he's better off uh, being independent and he would go further in an election cycle if he didn't, if he wasn't plagued by the DNC. Now, in 2016, democracy was cheated by the left, the Democrats, because at the the convention, the Democratic convention, there wasn't a vote. And between Bernie and Clinton, there wasn't a vote. And half the DNC walked out. And of course, MSM is not going to show you half the DNC walking out. But afterwards, they're saying, basically, Trump won, Trump won already. And at that point, I was so disenfranchised and I had a bad taste in my mouth because he was kind of what, I mean, tr he's he wishes he could be what Trump is right now, but that's only because he failed himself and his people, his followers, whereas Trump remained true to his campaign promises and did everything, if not more, to uphold what he said. And I mean, uh, you know, I guess he he got stuff done. And that's what's very, you know, I don't agree 100% with him. But and I don't agree 100% with Bernie with like, free this free that. But what he was saying is that the corporations or whoever's controlling the corporations and has a stronghold in our government and its policies towards war, towards food, towards medicine, towards everything. I mean, it seemed like Bernie was trying to tackle those issues. But again, he got blocked by the DNC um, and he's the only progressive thing on the I mean, I'm not progressive anymore, but. To say, like, to, you know, um, just how to deal with this uh, corporate stronghold on everything. And I'm not, I'm not saying corporations are bad or anything, but when they sure. influence the government, be with, when the people don't have a say and there's more, and a corporation is a person and they have more say than individual people that's kind of a dangerous thing and that's why i like bernie at first and that's why i liked ron paul i'm not a left or right guy i'm who's gonna get his convictions done so let me jump I, in there josh and, and ask you something and just kind of tracing back a little bit more in 2016 you touched on this a little bit but what really was it in 2016 that got you to be a fervent Bernie Sanders supporter? What was it about Bernie in particular that got you enthused? And was there much of an ideological component to it? Because Bernie's pretty clear that he considers himself a democratic socialist. Yeah. Well, 
I don't like the term socialism because it's a failed route in my opinion, mm -hmm. but um, I was a Democrat and let's just say like he, I guess it was wishful thinking almost. And it was, it's not realistic really what he says or how he handles everything or even how most of who relies on msm to promote their thing it's not a realistic um stance like free health care how's anything going to be free unless it's a socialist system and it doesn't socialism doesn't work in a capitalist society you have to change that and i don't think any of these people are ready to change to give up uh what they have, I even if they want to or think about it, I really don't think that they want it to change. I think it should be made better for the individual to have opportunity and not a handout. Not, I, I mean, right, but but so back back then though I'm in twenty sixteen, Bernie Bernie was your guy in twenty sixteen. So okay, now I, I see what you don't like about that appeal. Certainly not now in terms of socialism. You're not on board with the socialist ideas. But what was it at its core that excited you about Bernie? It seems Josh Lown that it was particularly that he seemed to be unbought. He was somebody who was fighting for well, the people. At, it seemed and go ahead, go ahead. Well, look at look at the stadiums he was packing. Look at. Look at what he was, you know, be, besides the rhetoric of socialism or stuff, some of the stuff he was saying uh, uh, was threatening to corporations that have strongholds like Monsanto is not a good corporation or some of the, like the stronghold on medicine and the stronghold on everything where they try to make a dollar on every aspect of our society I, I, I don't know. I, I, part of me is like, I like, I like the way Trump's handling it because I think it's a more pragmatic way to go about getting what we want. And in 2016, Bernie, it was, I was a Democrat and it was either Bernie or it was Clinton. And there's no way in hell I will ever vote for a Clinton. Um, this is not a dynasty here, our country. This it's not, and that's what I'm afraid of with the Biden, the O Biden thing, hmm. is that it's a third Obama term, and we're just gonna blanket bomb the whole world and whatever their deal is. And you know, the fact that Bernie didn't stand up to them all the way like Trump did, right, is is why i'm like well at least trump has testosterone enough to get past the hump because he couldn't do it at the dnc convention he tried and that's where i was i was like oh man an outside candidate and a left candidate but yeah uh, it, someone who represents the people mm. like uh, right. opportunity prosperity uh, yeah something some because i mean not everybody has the the best life and i mean just a just an opportunity to get ahead or the thought of hearing someone talking about it who's up in government is like whoa like we may actually get some headway as people american people the best people on earth but i don't sure. see in the so, last hold on before 2016 
Uh-huh. I didn't see in the Obama, he did not care about us. He, and, and in fact, I remember watching all the police shootings of all the black people while Obama was president and it stopped. It stopped at Trump. And then only when COVID hit, when everybody was, was focused, did all of a sudden it's flared up again. And it happened, if you look statistically and on the MSM feed or two, it was everywhere. It was fear, man. It was mm. pumping fear. So and one thing, one thing I, I want to get to the heart out. of this. So that dropped out after Trump sure. got elected. So 2016, you were a burning guy, particularly because you felt he was for the people. You also told me you lived in Vermont for 14 years. And of course, yeah, he was a congressman and, he was and he's the senator for Vermont. So there's a certain affinity there and you feel like he's working for the interests of the people. Fair enough. And, and also, it like, seems oh, that you were. Vermont pre- I was right. like, oh, my state president or he's going for press. And when he announced his bid, I was the first one to back him. And people were like, what? They're, I'm, we're going for Clinton. And I was like, uh, or, no, you guys aren't even paying attention right mm-hmm. away. You're just fed what you wanted. Sure. And that's it. So sorry. So there was there was that. And then it also seems that you were a little bit more left ideologically, not far left at the time, but left enough where Bernie had some some appeal in some of his positions in in some of those ways, too. So, okay. And then in 2016, you had the DNC, which robbed Bernie of the convention, even an opportunity for a vote. And so talk to me a little bit about your sense of of being disenfranchised and disillusioned with the Democratic Party, particularly because, as you've told me before, the process didn't work for Bernie in any way or for people who supported Bernie. Whereas for Trump, Trump managed through the actual process to secure the nomination and also then to secure the presidency. The process worked for him as it's supposed to because it's manipulative because the dnc i mean you know i know you don't even have to be that smart to pick up on we're being fed lies we're being fed a bunch of baloney and i'm tired of it you know i don't even care anymore about what they say about who the dnc is running i i'm so disenfranchised and and it makes me so nauseous when they wheel out this uh, name and these bag of bones to throw at you. I mean, do do they really think we're that stupid? Because I took offense to that. And then you have Clinton on stage on 2016 in her space moo moo, like ruining democracy right in front of your face and all the people are like oh it's great it's great she's gonna take down trump i had people asking me uh they're gonna you know clinton's gonna win or whatever and i'm like they this is over Mm. and it's over right now again i'm going through the same 2016 thing and i'm sorry what do they say fool me once shame yeah what is the quote <laughs> yeah, fool me uh, once shame on you fool me twice shame fool on me me. Shame yeah. on me right so they got me once oh Ob- but they got me with obama i had the right in bernie <laughs> because i i did not because it wasn't sure. a republican yet. yeah yeah, you, 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 you were not pro-Trump in 2016. You thought, hey, he's probably going to win, but you didn't support him at all. 
Right. Uh, honestly, I watched every debate of his and I watched him shred all those people on that stage and make them look like little school children. I did. I and I laughed at everyone. And I was like, he's got it. Yeah. I because I called Obama too. I said, he's got he I didn't, you know, at the time I wanted him. But now that I know what it is that he actually is, is a murderer and a thief and a Biden uh, well, family I, appointee. I, I, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't use those terms myself to describe Barack Obama, but I understand in oh, terms really? of— yeah, What about no, all I, those I, people in the Middle East that died under his watch? So there's they, one they thing say, to do wars they, that you they shouldn't— They 200,000 under Trump. I, I but, understand, certainly in terms of it, more wars like in the Middle East. of people that— Sure. Obama took out in the Middle sure. East. No, I, I certainly understand that. I just wouldn't use Ugh. a term like murderer to describe Barack Obama. I think it was faulty policy. But a bottom line that really does get to the heart of one of the big reasons why you were supporting Trump, and this is why I want to get to the question of Donald Trump, Josh Lown, and why you support President Trump. One of the things is that he actually has not brought the United States into any more wars. He started pulling us back. And not only that, but after withdrawing the United States from the Iranian nuclear deal, heralded as like some wonderful peace achievement by Barack Obama, then we start seeing all of these Arab countries join with Israel in peace deals, all without any shots being fired. So whether it is the foreign policy stage and a reduction in those foreign entanglements and wars and so forth, or other things, I want you to talk to us about what exactly draws you into President Trump so much that you are supporting him full throttle in 2020. He's not a politician. And... um. When you say not he's a politician, not, what do you mean by that? Because he's president of the United States. He's, he's okay. He's a politician now, but he hasn't been a politician for forty-seven years, or he right. hasn't been a career politician. He's been a businessman, right? And so he's ran businesses. Some have been good. Some have been blah blah blah. Whatever. He knows management. He knows management of systems. He knows management of numbers. He knows people. He knows how to read people. He knows everybody's name in the room. He's a smart cookie. He knows what's going on. He's no fool. Um, you got it. I mean, the fact that they're crying so hard against him is also another flag. Because guess who cried against Bernie and all that? Clinton did. And, you know, it's it's the whole thing. They're, they're repeating, 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 repeating their mistakes and they're gonna repeat them until they're honest with themselves and their people. But that is not gonna happen because they're they're in it for faulty reasons and Trump is in it for the people. At least that's what it looks like and that's what he's saying. I don't see, I don't see what they see. I, and you may have to take off the veil, you may have to pull down the veil or whatever pull aside the veil but when you do yeah i mean you see through their all their lies and when they come up and they you see it you see right through it i mean i can see wording from msm the first three words and i'm i've i'm done i'm i'm on i don't even pay attention to it because i don't believe it they've cried woof so many times it's ridiculous. Mm. It's disgusting. And 
I want to say, I, I mean, I wasn't my friend who is a staunch Trump supporter when I was on Facebook started posting some stuff that I didn't know was happening in our government and in Hollywood mm -hmm. and stuff I'm not going to get into, but I'm going to hint at it. And I think that's playing out right now. And I hope it does because I, 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 this, this has to stop. What I, what I know is going on or has gone on needs to stop for the so American people to let, thrive. Let me jump in here because you've talked to me about the achievements that you've noticed President Trump has succeeded in getting through Congress in terms of legislation on the environment, for example, where he's often maligned all the time, constantly do maligned you, by you the left to somebody who wants it to get destroyed and and in so many other areas. So talk to us about your sense of achievement of President Trump. Um, mandatory cleaning of the oceans. I think it's called the o Protect the Oceans Act. Who, Obama knew there was plastic islands floating in the ocean and he did nothing about it except for bomb countries trump created an act where it's mandatory for our military to be or navy i think it is i i didn't read the whole thing i can't you can't read it all it's too much information right now but he passed the clean oceans act i mean you, you don't have to be in a, a green person you don't have to be part of any movement or anything there, to want great, clean the, water exactly and the great american outdoors act which senator cory gardner of our home state of colorado and that's why Corey gardner got Corey that gardner because that's why i'm voting gardner too is because he got that through and here they're just like trying to smear him and stuff and i'm like well actions speak louder than words mm -hmm. and that's what's happening right now and if you're not looking at what's being done and you're looking at all the rhetoric and you're hooked on social media, you may not see through it unless you actually detach and look at it at, like I said, face value and for what it is, because I think the guy's pretty straight up. And I mean, my landlord, if he saw this interview, he would be bad because he's a Biden guy. He has, uh -huh. you know, books against Um, But, I don't, I, I get it. He's, he, we all want the right thing. We all want what we think is right. Mm -hmm. And it's just a shame that there is a huge um, campaign by the media to block out. I mean, it's basically censorship of information. To, on one side, it's controlled information. It's like 1984 stuff. They're crying 1984 by Trump, but I don't think it's by him. Look at Bill Gates. Look at all these people. Look at Twitter. Look at all these players. Twitter and the New York crying. Post and and nonstop. And, and just this week, you know, uh, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, was just absolutely <laughs> decimated by Ted Cruz in a Senate hearing. But what, what do I you mean, think? I mean, Ted that, Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz is not my favorite guy to get Ted decimated by Ted Cruz. <laughs> you're in some pretty... I don't know. You're a bad. You're on a bad mode there. So uh, personally, I, you know, I, I don't mean I don't mean to talk bad because yeah. I'm not in his shoes. I'm not in any of these people's shoes. I get it. Sure, we're all seeing this thing from different angles. But 
Let me uh, let me yeah, ask you a question here because I'm so, I'm so curious about this point. One of the things that it seems like you got fed up with about Bernie Sanders, why you're not such a Bernie fan anymore, is in part because it seems like he never really, even though he has his views and he will speak to them, he will not fight for them tooth and nail. You look at the last Biden-Bernie debate, and Bernie <laughs> didn't even lay a glove on Joe Biden, clearly because he knew he was going to lose and he didn't want to rock the boat at all. And then he started going out on the tour, you know, online on Zoom calls and all these things to promote Joe Biden and say, hey, you got to vote for Uncle Joe because Joe's got it and he's better than Trump. But Bernie isn't willing to go toe to toe and go tooth, you know, to fight tooth and nail, whereas Trump is a fighter and he will get into the ring and he will consistently push back against anybody even republicans and sometimes on things where i just disagree with him on <laughs> well um so all right so check it out bernie is like if you go he's like his promises and his speeches are like going through the grocery store picking out all these items, throwing them in the cart, making the kids think they're going to get this big meal. And then he gets to the checkout and hands the cart to Hillary Clinton and they don't let her through the checkout line. And that's what's happening again. <laughs> he's, he's setting up the progressives and the intelligent left, or I don't know if it's intelligent if you're still following that, but Maybe, maybe the sincere like left. A, Let's call the sincere left. Yeah, yeah. They vote party. They're left. They're like New England. They, they listen to what their wives are voting up in Vermont and New, you know, uh, Massachusetts and parts of New York where they're real posh, but they want to feel good. Be, mm. They want to vote Democrat because they want to give back to the people. But... <laughs> That ain't that ain't doing nothing. They ain't you ain't doing nothing. Do it. Their way of handling this is like they think we're a bunch of kids, and I I can't identify with it anymore. And even if Trump was like this, was like even worse than what they're portraying him as, if I believed it at all. I would still probably vote Trump because it's just so bad over there. It's so, I mean, look, it looks like it's fake. It looks so fake. Like mm. it, it looks fake and so made up. Whereas Trump doesn't even have a script. No, Where, no. Teleprompter I mean, well, if he gives he, a teleprompter I mean, speech, like, like, yeah. If he gives a teleprompter speech, he usually goes, off speech sometimes i, I think it's a, a little bit risky but hey what the thing that you can tell about donald trump is he is authentic <laughs> he's if authentic I, went off, I would start talking about stuff that probably wouldn't be blah 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 or whatever but you know what we're humans maybe we're missing that mm. or we we don't even remember what being real is like sure. because 
they try to take over through media. And so let me ask you a, a question. Uh, let me ask you a question then about the state of the left right now. Again, we're talking with Josh Lown, 2016 Bernie delegate to the Democratic National Convention, disaffected, clearly not a fan of the Democratic Party right now anymore. Now a very strong Trump supporter. He's a musician in the Denver, Colorado area. And Josh, I want to ask you about what your view is now. Four years after what happened to Bernie, when it comes to socialism and the idea of democratic socialism, and also this idea of what the Democrats are doing right now or folks on the left are doing in terms of rioting and all the chaos that's happening everywhere, including okay. Philadelphia. All right. I, where I was born and raised, and I've yep. been through all those buildings. I love all the documents. I grew up reading the Constitution, uh, the Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights as a kid. I mean, I had them next to my bed. It's like, okay. And I'm wondering why they don't mail those out to people almost yearly. Anyway, so mm. um, communism and socialism are a digression of... Um, our evolution in our society. We can't go backwards to those things. And I believe there's a push to go backward, backwards to those things. And I think that's very unfortunate. And um, whether, and if you're rioting in the name of socialism or I don't even, I, I don't even know, I'm not paying attention to the riots in Philadelphia or any of it anymore because i'm so disenfranchised with any of it these people rioting are nuts are nuts like who does that and i don't even think it has anything to do with socialism or communism that's one that's just people going nuts for because the media has too much control over how people view the world and they yeah a black dude gets shot i get it but did you hear the dad saying yo you guys are rioting stop this is not going to bring my son back right and these people are nuts they're hyper focused and they're they it doesn't have anything to do with race religion or anything it has something to do with being a decent human being mm -hmm. sorry to bump my computer but it it, it and being a socialist doesn't mean you're not a decent human being. It just means you're in that system. That's right. And we can't make this system like that because that's not what this is. I, well, I may, I'm not understanding your well, you, you had a, a point that you raised a moment ago that I think is so critical when you said that communism and socialism are a digression. I would say that they are regressive ideologies. The true progressive philosophy, true progressivism is actually, Josh, the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence that said individual liberty and personal responsibility and limited government is the surest way to guarantee freedom, whereas socialism and communism are ideologies that suggest, no, actually the government should be providing all of these goodie bags for you and have more control over your lives. That is regressing to a pre-constitution, pre-declaration of independence ideology. That's going backwards, yep, Jimmy. Exactly. That's 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 this is as advanced as it gets the only problem was is that it's been manipulated through the years by people who 
don't want it to run right or want it to run in their favor. I can't, I haven't decided yet, but it, it, the Eagle had hooks in it and Donald Trump took those hooks out. And right now, no one knows if, if this place is what it should be because it's never run right because it's always been manipulated by people who don't want it to be what it is now now look i mean i have a lot to say you know i don't need a glee club to be part of a civil rights movement i'm for civil rights for every individual american I don't need to be part of a club to prove it. Mm. I was for civil rights before BLM and all the rioting. I'm going to be for civil rights and individual rights afterwards, after they're gone, until the DNC needs them in 2024. Come on, man. You have so much opportunity in this country that other places don't. You know what? Everybody's oppressed will rise above and prove them wrong. Like so many have. I was in line for welfare checks when i was a kid for food stamps with my mom down in philadelphia we were very poor we were poor i mean i ate government cheese my parents had to steal yogurt and food from dairies like dairy trucks we we watched tvs off car batteries and stuff i know what it's like to be poor and to stay there is is not anybody's fault but your own because you have all these opportunities you got to rise above and you got to push through it you know what yeah i was a welfare line and now i'm a college graduate and i teach people how to play upright bass i teach kids and i perform music because that's what i wanted to do you know, I made myself that, and and that's not even part of the story. But I pushed through, and I was poor, and I'm I'm not I'm not rich, but it's up to the individual to make it. You know, happen. Josh, let me jump in here because that is so powerfully put and so true. And I think you just described the most fundamental difference between the Republican Party of 2020 and the. Democrat Party of 2020. And that is the idea that in the GOP, in the conservative movement, we believe in the capacity of the individual to unleash their unlimited potential and that you don't need the government. And in fact, the government is, is an inhibitor to success yeah. and individual prosperity and opportunity. What's funny is, is I'm friends with a lot of, um, I'm a miner too. I have a, I have a mine up in the Rocky Mountains and all kinds of stuff. And most of those people are conservative. They don't even think about racism. They don't even think about any of this stuff that's projected on them. They're living their lives being people. They're helpful. They have animals. They pay taxes. They're people. Uh, this demonization of the American people is horrible the only people that need to be demonized are the people who are at are violating other people's civil rights or creating civil disobedience i mean what a disrespect to everybody to be out there destroying wasting our taxes those police 
you don't even know who they are, who their kids are, what what nationality they are. They, you don't care. And that is, that's fascism. They're not caring. And yeah, it's got, that's synonymous with, you know, I know that's contradiction, but it's, it, it's a synonymous with like a, a communist social idea. They just don't give a crap. And it's, and, and that's not, that's not okay. Yeah. So, I no, I, I, I don't agree. want to be with that. On this no. program, Josh Lown, I have insisted that what we are seeing with the rioting in the streets is a trampling upon the idea, the very notion of property rights, of individual rights. The minute that your rights start trampling upon my rights is the minute that you are violating my rights and you are doing injustice right. yourself. And that is right. exactly what we're seeing with these thugs on the street. But we got to wrap up here with you again, Josh Lown, our guest maybe here on just dumbed Jimmy down enough. They're Maybe they're just dumbed down enough to not know the difference. And that's a shame because you know what? What pushes a person to go out and riot? What what causes a man to start fires? I I'm I was never like uh, police like pro police, but I am now because it's like yo we need these guys if these guys are going to be doing this you know it, I, 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 I sense I sense the passion yeah. and I think your frustration is shared by so many yeah. Americans so let's get to the bottom line. Two-part okay. question, very briefly, Josh Loud, as we okay. wrap up with you. Sorry, sorry, uh, I, I got a lot on my mind. I'm, yeah, I'm, absolutely, horrible. absolutely, brother. Gone. I appreciate it. So, first is sort of sum up again for us the 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 big picture. This is why I am a Trump guy, having been a Bernie guy before. Just big picture, and then what do you think is going to happen next Tuesday? Next Tuesday, more riots because they lost <laughs> they're going to be rioting um they've been doing it since 2016 what's going to change they're the same kids who when they lose at Candyland, just take their arm and clean whatever game they're playing because they're losing they just clean the board and knock all the pieces to the ground because it's not going their way as opposed to using their minds and their individual powers and making a difference in our society i don't know i, don't know. I guess i i guess i'm old timing i guess i'm old school because, so, but so trump wins next tuesday you think trump wins oh i think he, he's got it in the bag dude i think they're nervous if <laughs> i think they're they're shooting out every missile they can because they are so scared and rightfully so they had four years to back a candidate and they sat there and blamed trump blame trump blame trump when they should have been leading the way in their own ideology and they, that's that's the main thing is like all right well you're not going to back up your ideology with like action or follow through or be scared there's some people gonna do something if you yeah you know, do something you might get right criticized yeah sure right so so you, you it's it seems that bottom line more than anything else is that president trump it's just encapsulated in the last debate between trump versus biden and that is president trump specifically said joe you're all talk and no action 
And here you have President Trump doing a lot of things and accomplishing a slew of different agenda items. I mean, just look at the Supreme Court. Three appointments successfully made to the United States Supreme Court, and that was a promise in 2016 that got guys like me who were big-time conservative Trump skeptics to say, all right, I'll give you a chance. And he's gone well above and beyond even my wildest expectations with the courts and a number of other areas. So it seems to me that you're mostly looking at Trump and saying, He backs up his words with actions, and he's willing to fight to defend himself and the country. Yeah, he's a he's a tough cookie. And why wouldn't I want someone to support my country? Why do I want? And I know from the information I've learned that certain people are supported by certain factions in the world and everything like that. It's not really hard to find the information um but i mean it's a i'm i'm done with all that i'm so disenfranchised that trump could sit there and say the f word for an hour straight and i'd still vote for him because he that's more pragmatic than what the left has done in the last four years I mean, (laughs) to have four years and not back one candidate that, you know, and I said this, you got four years to beat Trump. If you're going to do it, you better get to it. You better get a candidate, someone who's going to trust these, these left ideals. And that was the big thing. They (laughs) didn't follow through. And then he ended up with Joe Biden. I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow I'm not going to follow losers like they're a bunch of losers. I mean, that's my own opinion. Mm. I'm not, you know, they, they had eight years, eight years to make it right. And they they even had a, you know, I, I don't know. They did yeah. nothing but bomb countries. Sure. Fair that's enough. That's fair all enough. I remember is that every day was a drone strike everywhere in the planet. Yeah. And that's all I can well, recall from the you, Obama administration. You voted for with Biden. Right. You voted for Barack Obama. And he said, I'm going to get us out of the Middle East and the foreign entanglements. And instead, he increased them. Bernie Sanders and made Trump this kind of pledge, but years. hasn't been fighting that way. Yeah. So so I have, absolutely. It makes Trump so many of these pieces years. make sense. I mean, Trump. Trump, Trump did that in three years. He accomplished that in three years. Done. The like, Middle East peace accomplishments. Middle East. Yeah. Well, the, the Middle East accomplishments yeah. that we have seen in terms of the UAE and Bahrain and Sudan now having made peace with Israel is remarkable. All oh, well, remember, when Trump got out of the Iran nuclear deal, the so-called experts were all absolutely yeah. confident that war was going to break out in the Middle East and President Trump was going to bomb Iran and it because did not happen. And instead, instead, all the Arab countries are like, he gets it. He understands that Iran is the big threat and he's using peaceful means of, uh, for the most part of of trying to address the Iran situation with sanctions and by forging stronger alliances with the, the Arab world and with Israel, which has done tremendous good in terms of keeping Iran in check and bringing about these alliances that are absolutely historic. I mean, you can't uh, achieve peace through war. 
I mean, you, you have to do peace if you want peace. And that's a compromise of ego and self and stuff. This is a big deal. I don't think people are paying attention. And this is a shame. This is dangerous. This is exactly what he's talking about with the fake news. You better be paying attention to what he's saying because, I mean, these people don't want a good earth. They do not want peace. And it, and I want peace. The, our people, we've been at war too long as a country. I think we've been at war almost every day since we started as a country. I, I, I don't know the facts on that, but I'm pretty sure we've had operations all over the world. And for someone to come in and stop that, that's amazing. And that's almost godlike. And, and, you know, like, and I'm not going to give it to him like that, but wow, he, he just about parted the seas on this one. Well, I, w- like, I will say I'm not that. Gonna tell, I'm not lying. I mean, that's amazing. We're that's, still that's a beautiful thing. We're still involved in military actions in the Middle East and so forth, but he has scaled it back and he has achieved peace deals without shots being fired. To your point, peace through peace. And that's how they've been able to accomplish these deals in the Middle East in just two months. Historic achievements, and it truly is remarkable. All right, Josh Lennon, we got to leave it there. Such fascinating insights. John Lennon would be proud. I'm telling you, John Lennon, give peace a chance. Mm. I think Trump listened to him. But you know what? And this goes to a point you were saying about the news media. The fact that they are so unwilling to credit President Trump for these achievements, or they're so reticent to do so. I've only seen a few who actually were willing to say, you know, this actually is pretty historic. That says a lot about what their real intentions are. It's not that they want to achieve peace in the Middle East or what have you. They want to defeat President Trump and then bring things back to the way they were before. That's what it is. Josh Lown, got to leave it there, my friend. But thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you joining us and Jimmy at the Crossroads. Love you, Jimmy. Have a great night. You guys take it easy. Uh, Don't forget. uh, Oh, uh, yes, please. I put out an album this year. Go ahead. Tell tell us about your album real quick. Uh, I put out an album this year, or actually two of them, but I'll tell you about the one. Um, It's my side project called Marshall Carble. Um, The album's called Earthy Tonys. Uh, It's all made in Denver. I wrote every song and played everything but the drums. Um, I believe there will be a link shared if possible, Jimmy. Yes, we will. Um, And that's my uh, shameless self-promotion. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me about that. I had, it had slipped my mind. And so I'm glad you mentioned it. We will get a link below. I'm a musician. I haven't been making anything. They closed down every board. They closed down. I can't play most places. Mm. Well, anyway, have a good night, Jimmy. All right. Thank you, Josh Lown. Once again, joining us here on Jimmy at the Crossroads. Let's call him Dissolution 2016 Bernie DNC delegate. That is it for us today here on Jimmy at the Crossroads. My thanks to Josh Lown for joining me on the program, to our partners and friends at the Washington Examiner, as always. And of course, to you for watching, subscribing, liking, and sharing our content. So appreciate it. We've got more episodes coming up. 
in the next several days. We're back in action, so be sure to keep checking the channel. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Jimmy at the Crossroads. And if you like this video, please click like and share it. Have a great rest of your day, and may God bless America.